0: Good morning. You guys can hear me okay? Good, good, good. All right, we're going to, of course, it's, it's good to see you again. Good to be uh, standing in this place in front of you again uh, with the opportunity to share what God has shared with me. Um, always excited at these opportunities, always excited. And um, we're going to be in John three sixteen, 16, uh, John three sixteen through 21, actually. So we're going to uh, read those verses, and we're going to pray, and we're going to talk a little bit about salvation and sanctification, okay? So, and it reads as thus, for for God so loved the world uh, that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did send his son into the world not to, uh," let me get here. (laughs) <laughs> For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, uh, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. And this is the judgment. The light is coming into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works are evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest his work should be exposed. But whosoever does uh, what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Uh, Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for uh, all of your many blessings. Thank you, God, for um, just the chance to come here again. Uh, Thank you for my family here, uh, our radius family, and... uh, All that you're doing in our lives. God, look on us in these moments right now. Uh, Forgive us of our sins. Uh, God, we rebuke anything in the name of Jesus, God, that would keep us or or, or hinder any of us from hearing the Word of God. Uh, Whether that's uh, someone feeling down or or having a, a rough week or circumstances or finances or whatever it may be, God, we rebuke anything in the name of Jesus that would hinder someone from hearing from you this morning. God, we ask that you would be strong in these moments. You would show yourself strong. Uh, we all come to you from you. Uh, we look to you in every way, and we thank you, God. Uh, wash us with your forgiveness, God. Make us whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. John three sixteen. Uh, John three sixteen through twenty one, talking about salvation, ten forty, salvation and sanctification. Um, we're going to go into salvation in a second, but before we talk about salvation, we really need to talk about looking forward, because salvation is about looking forward. Salvation is about looking forward. When you, when you give your life to Christ and your soul is saved, there's not a whole lot that, that changes for this side of creation, and, 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 and there's not a whole lot that, that takes place in those moments. That uh, your life isn't going to change drastically just because you've given your life to Christ. Because salvation doesn't change a whole lot about right now. And so in order to understand salvation and appreciate salvation, we have to look forward. Because salvation is about, it's about looking forward. Um, offering, and, 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 I, and I believe that uh, salvation has lost its appeal in the world largely because of the fact that we don't look forward we don't look forward. We don't, we don't largely, we don't think ahead. Um, and offering salvation to someone who does not look forward is like giving binoculars to someone who's looking down. It's just, it's just of no use to them and they'll never appreciate it until they start looking up and looking out. And, and so I want to talk to you about looking up and looking out and looking forward and then we'll circle back around and, and bring salvation into the picture. Uh, In Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews, it says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross and despised the shame. In other words, he took what was going on in in those moments because he was looking forward. For the joy that was set before him, he saw all of us sitting here. Uh, Those that have given your lives to Christ, he, he saw you living in freedom. Oh, that, 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 that freedom that he paid for. I hate when people say that, uh, that salvation is free. It was free, uh, it was free for you. It was, it was free for you. It was free for me. Uh, that would be like me and Tessa going to, to Ruth's Chris and me paying the tab and walking out. And she's like, oh, that was so good. That was, that was free, wasn't it? I like, not really yeah. free for you. <laughs> but, but sometimes we, we, we think of salvation as free, and we don't appreciate as much as Christ paid the price. He paid a, uh, an amazing price for you to be sitting here. He, made, he, he paid an awesome price for you to be able to accept him as your savior. Uh, Philippians 3 and 13 and 14 says forgetting those things which are behind I reach forward to those things that are before I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus in other words forgetting what I've been through and even what I'm going through right now I'm looking forward I'm looking forward and to to walk with God it's to look forward to live for God is to look forward and to be saved and, and, and accept salvation and see it for what it is, is, is to look forward. It's to look forward because it is all about what's in front of you. It's all about what's in front of you. It's, it's, it's all about what's in front of you. I think about this every day, that one day, one day that I will stand in the presence of Jesus, that I will stand before him and for the things that I've done either feel regret or reward for the things that I've done, either feel regret or reward. You know, you got $500 that you didn't need. What'd you do with it? And I mean, and, and, and think about those things, the decisions we make on a daily basis. You know, do they, will they matter when we stand in front of Jesus? Just recently, I stopped watching TV so much. I haven't, I haven't stopped it completely. Pray for me about that. I haven't stopped it completely now. <laughs> I didn't say all that. Let's not be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but, 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 I, but I've cut back a lot. I've cut back a lot because what's going to matter when I stand in front of Jesus one day? Oh, yeah, Jesus, I watched every Denzel movie that ever came out. You know, yeah, I watched 10,000 movies. You know, just all six of the Takens. It's, it's not going to matter when I stand in front. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's not going to matter when I stand in front of him and, and, and I... And I it, it bothers me that we, as people, myself included, make decisions like that's not coming. It's 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 almost like we just see that the life we're in, we just see the life we're in. I call it wedding syndrome. Wedding syndrome. I remember when we were getting ready for the wedding. Um, we were getting ready for the wedding, and 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 the cost started adding up. I never know. I never knew pictures would be so expensive. I, just, I would have told 10 people to bring cell phones and, and get it on. I, I never knew. Um, I mean, it was crazy. Stuff started to add it up, and, and, and it began to bother me because I told Tessa, I said, you do know there is life after this. <laughs> that God isn't just going to rapture us up once we've gotten married. Mortgage is going to be due and life and all these different kinds of things like, let's not put everything into this. You know, let's not put everything into this. And I feel like we put everything into our lives right now, not thinking that, that God is going to require of our souls one day. I, 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 I want to, I want to, it, it was crazy. I remember the day we, we, we almost get too comfortable on this side of creation as if this is our home. And the Bible clearly states, clearly states that this is not our home. It, 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 as a matter of fact, it says that we are strangers, pilgrim, pilgrims in this land. This is not our home. This is not our home. And so if this is not our home, then why are we, if, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's almost like somebody putting up uh, pictures in a hotel room. Why why, why would you Why would you do all that when when, when you're gonna leave here anyway? It's it's, it's ridiculous. Um, You know what bothers me when this non-related when I go to somebody's house and take these down if you invite me to your house before I get there. Um, People invite me to house and you see pictures and and they're just the frames with the with the pictures that came in the frame. It's like you don't you don't know them. Like, so acting like you know them. I'm not going to bring you out because I can name names right now, but I'm not, I'm not even going to do that. So you know who you are. Just keep looking straight. Don't look to the side or anything. Just keep looking straight. Please stay those down. But anyway, I, I, it's, it's, we have to realize that we are, we are strangers here. This world is not our home. And so stop acting like it is. Stop setting up shop when, uh, as if we're going to be here forever. I remember I I I'll never forget the day that I first figured out my dad wanted me to move out. So I was I was I was eight. I was eight. And uh I I, I kid you not. I, I love him so much. I love him so much. I do want to say that. And and uh I wanted to put up I had a, I wanted to put up a Michael Jordan poster. And uh I wanna say like Shaq and some of you, I can't remember who all I was during that time. And I I but I remember Michael Jordan specifically. And me and my brother wanted to put up some posters. And he was like, You're not you not you're not uh putting nails in my wall. You're not hanging up posters. And I was like, Oh, okay. And um and I remember l- turning to my brother and 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 quietly whispering, carefully whispering, isn't isn't this our room? <laughs> okay. And, and it was just it was just little things like that where he just didn't want us to get too didn't want us to get too comfortable, didn't, didn't want us to get too settled in, little things like that. And one day I turned to my brother, and I said, "We need to stop fighting so much. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going to go down, but I' got a feeling we need to sit together." okay) <laughs> So, let's, let's, let's quit all this fighting and uh, let's get on the same team here. I, I, I have a feeling when, when whatever goes down, I'm going to need you. <laughs> so, I kid you not, we quit fighting that day. I, was, I remember I was, I was 13 years old the last time I fought my brother. Uh, we started sticking together after that. But it, it was crazy it, and, and, and true. It was actually the truth. He, he was just didn't want us to get too comfortable because one day we were going to move out. We're going to move out. He was looking forward to that day. And all that was planned. Who knew? Who knew all that time it was just planned. He was just, he was just setting us up to, to, to come or to, or to leave. And, 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 and it's almost like in, in, in regards to Christ and leaving here and going to be with him, it's almost like we're that 21-year-old or 22-year-old in the house with a really good-looking room. And it bothers me. Do you really want to go see Jesus? All jokes aside, do you, do you really? I mean, we, we sing about it and that's great. But when it all comes down to it, do you really want to go see him? Because if, if, if you do, uh, you, it should be something that we look forward to every day. Like Paul says, I press toward the mark of the, the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. He said, I look, forget, forget what I've gone through, even forget what I'm in now. I'm looking forward to that day. And and are we really looking forward to that day? I, 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 it bothers me. I think that we're so a, a little too comfortable on this side of creation. I think that we're a little too comfortable in our hotel rooms, thinking that this is our home, and it's 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 not really our home. I want to, I want to, I want to, I was thinking of how I could paint this picture for you and uh, I promise I'm coming back. Um, I wanted to paint this picture for you and I was thinking about how I could do it and so I got this rope. Um, I want you to keep in mind you brought me on staff and so whatever happens, (laughs) whatever I do, you brought it on yourself. So, Um, but Even in regards to this rope here, picture that this rope, thank you, Jesus. Picture that this rope is a timeline, a timeline of your existence. And it just goes on and on into eternity. In actuality, this rope does end. Uh, You can get a a lot of rope for $10 at Walmart. (laughs) Um, A lot of rope. Um, But picture that it goes on forever. That that this rope is a timeline of your existence. And that this timeline goes on into eternity. Because your timeline does go into eternity and will go into eternity. And this this part of the timeline of your existence is your life here on earth. Okay? This is this is your life, this black book. Can anybody see that? Raise your hand if you can't see that. Okay. Ah, whatever, Pete. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and this part is, is is your life here on Earth, and so it bothers me sometimes that this is all we think about, that this little black part right here that is all we think about, that is all we think about, that we don't think about all all this, that this is all we think about right here, like, oh, I, I you know hear people talk sometimes, and just, it just it makes me itch. It's like, oh gosh, it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work, 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 and save, save, save. So when I get to, when I get to here, I can really enjoy this part right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, i to really live it up. I'm gonna really live it up, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them take $150 out of every paycheck. Good gosh. Uh, I'm gonna let them take out of my paycheck. I'm gonna save more work, work, and 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 make sure I'm doing things the right away because if I can really. You know, we're going to eat well, make sure we can travel like we want to. We're going to go to Aruba and we're going to really enjoy this time right here. And it's like, what about all this? What about, what about all of this? It's, 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 it's so crazy to me. Uh, the, the Bible says it's why Job said uh, that a man, his, his days are short and they're full of trouble. That the days that a man's life... His days are short and they're full of trouble. And it's it's so crazy to me that we put so much stock and and, and so much energy into this right here instead of preparing for all this. You do realize, don't you, that you have one chance, one chance to do this. And and what you do during this part right here determines how all this, all this is going to go. That, that you'll have one life on this earth, 60, 70, 80 years, maybe 90 if you're lucky, whatever. Uh, but, but, but after that, that you will stand before God and have to give an account. And you will have to answer for the things that you did. You will have to answer for the decisions that you made. And, and, and which is why the Bible says, Jesus says in Matthew 6, 19 and 20, he said, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and, and, and rust can corrupt and the thief can break in and steal. He said, don't do that. He said, don't do that. And so is, is, is Jesus saying that we shouldn't save money? Is Jesus saying that? No, he's not really saying that. But what he's saying, don't put all your energy into this. But the latter part of that verse says, But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where, where moth and rust cannot corrupt, and the thief cannot come in and steal. That we should, that are, that are, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with being smart financially. I'm not, I, please, I'm not speaking against that. But it's, it's, it's the whole thought of putting all your energy into this when we need to start storing up for yourselves treasures in heaven and, and, and thinking about eternity. I, I, I love my parents. God bless them. They, they you know, they, they never taught me. They, they taught me very, just very basic, um, you know, just save. They said save and pay tithes. You know, save and make sure you give God some. Give God 10%. Um, I, I, I remember um, my parents, I remember being five years old and my mom handing me a nickel so that when the offering plate came around that I would put it in the offering plate just because she wanted me to get used to giving. She wanted me to get that in my mind, that 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 everything we have, that we didn't have much, was God's, and you're going to give to God. And so she, we, they didn't really go into a whole lot. They didn't talk to me about CDs and annuities and and, 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 and mutual funds. I actually don't know what those things either. I Googled them but this morning, uh, <laughs> so I wouldn't sound stupid up here. But uh and, but but one thing they did talk to me about. They, they didn't talk to me about, you know, doing a whole, a whole bunch of things financially on this side. But they taught me how to store up treasures in heaven. They taught me how to, to treat people right and how to, that everything that I did had to reflect God. From a small child, I, I remember uh, being, uh, they, they wanted me to memorize, because we'd pray every day, we'd meet around their bed. And by the time we met, you had to have a scripture memorized or else. And, and, they, and they were just teaching us at a young age to store up treasures in heaven. They were teaching us at a young age to live in a way that, that, that when this came, that when we got to this part of our existence, that everything would be all right. And, and, and it worries me as God's people that we, 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 we seem to not think much about this that we seem to not really think about the rest of this. Raise your hand if you know for a fact. Let Let me finish this for you. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you know for a fact that you not only believe in Christ, because believing, as James 2 says, is not enough that you have not only believed in Christ, but you have made the step of giving your life to him and accepting him as your personal savior. Raise your hand if you know that for a fact that you will spend all of this with him. Raise your hand if you know that for a fact. Good. Good. And and and, and that's something that we, we need to know um because it is about eternity with Jesus. It really is about eternity with Jesus. I'm I'm really shocked that we don't we don't talk about it any more than we do. It's I, I hear people talk about their earthly homes, but I don't hear people talk about their heavenly homes. People, I was, uh, you know, got invited. Some a friend of mine was telling me about the house. He was like, "Yes, yeah, four bedrooms, three baths, and you know, we got the hardwood floors downstairs, and this, and that." And I was like, "Oh, this, yeah, nice. and it's nice. I mean, it's a really nice house." But, but I never hear people talk about their, their heavenly home. I think about it all the time. The fact that one day that I will stand, uh, the the Bible says that the that the new the the new Jerusalem, as it's called, uh, the new Jerusalem has twelve gates. And each gate is one pearl. Each gate is one pearl. And the streets, are not just the streets, but the city is made of transparent gold. The city is made of transparent gold. And the Bible says that there's no, sc g has no rights there. There will be no reason for electricity and light. Because the Bible says that the glory of God will light up the whole place. That his presence alone, whew, that his presence alone will light up the whole place. And the Bible says that the, 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 the beings there, the angels there, they hover around the throne, which is called the mercy seat, by the way. They hover around the mercy seat saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. And, 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 and it's just that, that recognition of God that not only was he and is he, but he is to come. And, it, and the, Bible, it, the Bible even says that this, in Hebrews 6 and 19, it says that this hope we have as an anchor for the soul. And, and, and if, in case you're wondering when I'm going to get to John 3.16, I've already gotten to it. I've already gotten to it. Because, because this is the gospel. That Christ loved you so much that he died for you so that all this, could be taken care of. And sometimes it bothers me that we get mad at God. Because he's not doing right by us in this. Because some, some, some things in, in here are going wrong. Are you kidding me? Are you, are you serious? You, you're mad at God? He, he, he took care of all this for you. And you ain't got to worry about it. And all you have to do is accept it. And you're worried about uh, some, some stuff that's going on in here. No. The devil's a lie. That's why Job said, naked I came in this world and naked I will return. He said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He's good. He's good either way. He's good either way. Because he's done all this for me. So he doesn't have to do another thing. If me and Tessa go homeless and and are begging for food on the streets, God is still good. He's still good because if I die today, I'm with Him forever, and and I'm so glad, I'm so glad, and I'm so thankful. That's why we ought to not sit on our best doing praise and worship, and act like nothing, and act like we're at a at, a, at, a, at some kind of sorry game or something. Uh, but but we ought to be praising God because He's taking care of all this for us, and and that's worth His praise alone. And, and if you're waiting for God to, if you're waiting for your ship to come in, it's already come in. If you're waiting for God to do something great in your life, he's already done it. If you're waiting for him to move and, and, and oh, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm going to have my big testimony, it's already happened. And this is the gospel, that Christ loved us so much and he died for us, and he took care of all this for me. I don't even have to worry about it. Who cares if, if some prayers on this side don't get answered? That's why I think it says in Habakkuk, it says, though there be no fruit on the vine. Though there be no herd in the stall. He said, yeah, will I praise the God of my salvation. I'll praise the he saved me. And that's enough. That's what he's saying. Habakkuk is saying he saved me and he doesn't have to do anything else. Why are we still waiting for him to do more? He's done the greatest thing that he could do for us. He's already done it. He's already done it. And, 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 and we should praise him as shuts. And the Bible says that this hope we have, just the fact that we know that we're going to be with him, the Bible says that, that that hope is an anchor for the soul. Thank you, Jesus. That hope is an anchor for the soul. In other words, as uh, it's, to, to, to relate it and understand what it's saying there, it's really saying that life is like being on the water. Life is like being on the water. It is. Life is like being on the water because when you're on the water, stuff just drifts. It just drifts when you're on the water. It just does. It doesn't have to be a storm to drift. You can take a, uh, a, a little toy boat or even a, a, a real boat and, and, and put it on the dock, but don't tie it down. and and it doesn't have to be a storm, come back in the morning, it won't be there. Why? Because life, life just drifts. Life just drifts. And it doesn't, and again, it doesn't, it doesn't mean bad times have come, but it just means that that's just life. That's the way of life, that life just drifts. And so don't be surprised as you go through life and you start to see your finances drift. Or maybe you, you're seeing now that your marriage is, you're having to pull your marriage back in because your marriage has drifted a little bit. Your relationship with God maybe even started to drift. You're, and and, and your, 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 maybe your car is broken down and things at home. Maybe your kids have started to drift just a little bit. And it's not like a storm came and washed, didn't happen all in one day. But little by little, little by little, things are changing. And that's just because life is drifting. Because it's like being on the water. But it says that we have this hope as an anchor for the soul. Because that, that, that means that as an anchor for the soul, not an anchor for the finances. It's an anchor for the soul, not an anchor for the kids. It's an anchor for the soul, not an anchor for your health. And what that means is because my health is drifting, my soul doesn't have to drift. That when my finances drift, my soul doesn't have to drift. Because, see, my my soul used to be tied to my finances. How do I know? Because how do I know this? Because when my finances drift, I would lose my peace. And, 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 And when my or if my health drifted, I would lose my joy. But I am telling you right now, regardless of what you are going through, we have this hope that is an anchor for the soul. And that even when things are going bad or, or little things happen in life, that, that this, little right, this little thing right here called life doesn't even really bother me that much. Because I know I have all this and God is good either way. And then maybe some of you right now, you're sitting here, your soul is drifting because of something little that's going on in your life. And it really is little compared to the grand scheme of things and i'm not trying to make light of what you're going through but in the grand scheme of things anything that you go through on this side is little anything that you go through on this side is little and 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 and, and god is good i want to I, I i was going to talk to you about uh, sanctification a little bit um, but 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 i went over my time talking about salvation um, I, I, I do want to do this, though. I do want to do this. Um, salvation is like real call. It's like real call. I remember a friend of mine invited me to a USC game. And he said, uh, I said, Where, are we, where am I going to meet you? The stadium's big. Where are we going to meet you? You know, how are we going to meet up? You know, are you know, going to wear something? You know, everybody's going to have on red and black. I won't, how do I know when I see you? There's going to be thousands of people there. He said, No, 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 no. He said, I'm going to leave your tickets and we'll call. I said, "Will what? And he said, we'll call. I'm going to leave your tickets and we'll call. And you go to we'll call and you ask for the tickets that have already been paid for. And salvation is kind of like we'll call because Jesus has already paid the price. He's already paid the price. And just because he paid it doesn't mean that you have it. Because it's like we'll call the Bible says in James two, you have to ask for it. Romans ten and nine that if we would confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, and there may be some of you in this room you've never believed, or maybe you've believed and you haven't asked, you haven't made that step to say, hey, I, I want my tickets. Jesus paid the price for me. I believe I'll go ahead and pick those up today. And 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 if you want to do that, when the when 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 the uh, our praise and worship group comes up and they, and they start to play if you could meet me in the back corner because I, I have some tickets for you I have some tickets for you God, God told me to make sure I gave them to you and they're already paid for and all you have to do is confess with your mouth that he is Lord of your life and, and, and you, can, you, can, you can walk out the, those double doors saved right now God is good God is good Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this rope up here to aggravate Tim, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm just kidding, I'm not going to do that. My tires would be slashed when I got outside of our Um but let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for all of your many blessings, and we thank you for what you are doing in our lives. God, regardless of what takes place during this little span here we have on earth, God, you're still good, and somebody needed to be reminded of that today. Somebody needs to know that, God, you're still on the throne. You're still amazing, and you're still in control. God, we love you, and we look to you for everything. Uh, Thank you for saving our souls. Thank you for paying the price. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. This audio is provided as a free ministry of Radius Church. If you would like to reproduce this audio, please feel free to do so. We ask that you do not charge for any reproductions that you make. If you would like to know more about Radius, please visit us online at radiuschurch.org or download our app from your app store.